2: It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Mm, trying to play the sound. It's not working. I, I hear something.
0: Win. Knowles Noles beat Notre Dame at Purcell Pavilion for the hey, first time ever. What a tremendous comeback. Down 13. What a great... I, I've never heard him call a game before. I Let's hear it again. Up to the timeline. Puts up the player. It's no win! Noles win! Noles beat Notre Dame at Purcell Pavilion for the first time ever! Is what that a s- trim- That's the first time ever?
3: Is that still Gene Deckerhoff?
0: I have no idea. He doesn't t- say it.
3: He used to call FSU stuff and Tampa Bay Buccaneer football.
0: He's got a great voice. Gene Deckerhoff. I'm he not knows. sure if it's still him or not. Knowles win! Noles win!
3: Florida State led that game for all of 19 seconds. Oh
0: man, guess he wasn't on their side last night. Ha ha ha. That Notre Dame usually That's Jesus true. helps out a little bit. Jesus nope. kind of smacks the ball right out of the. Mm-hmm. Not lately though,
3: because Notre Dame hasn't beaten a ranked team in that place since 2017.
0: Somebody told me that it's it's in the double digits, a, a twenty something, twenty
3: twenty one games in uh, a row against ranked teams. Right, right. They've lost, and he not was, number one teams, top twenty teams. And
0: he was one of those. He you know he's a typical Notre Dame coach. Like they coach for a long time. Yep. They're kind of likable, but they, they're all similar, right? And I thought, you know, he's the first one to lose the tie and kind of go with the Saturday night. Like, he could go from the basketball court to, like, clubbing. Now he's he's
3: the middle aged, um, out of shape mafioso.
0: Now, but ten years ago he had that little scruff. He know. was the young, in shape yes, mafioso. The, the <laughs> he was. That's right. That's right. And he had the little scruff going on before coaches wore scruff, and and you were and he had good ball teams, and you were th- and they were tough. They play good basketball, right? and you're like, man, you know what? This this guy's a great coach. I, I really like him. This is a great
3: addition to the ACC. You never know what to get out of Notre Dame coaches because you have guys, and they'll tell you, we can't recruit like
0: other people can recruit. Right, Our right. pool
3: is smaller. Right, right. So you have these Notre Dame three-stars out there, and you think, okay, how good would Mike Bray be coaching North Carolina? Right, yes. No idea.
0: Right, that's exactly right. So, uh, so they <laughs> let the – it's just not their year, dude. It's just not their year, no. Nope. Uh, but they they need to do a little recruiting. They need to do some recruiting uh, and get get going here. All right, man. Jody Demling promised he'd come in and talk to us. Let's get a um, an update on the ankle, Malik Williams ankle. Yes. What are we doing here? So uh, I heard some rumors earlier today that a coach said uh, the um, that maybe uh, that he's not going to play tomorrow. You know or what? Saturday. Sorry, I keep thinking it's Friday. I don't even want to watch it. Um, I, after three Virginia games,
3: and then I saw them play last night. I just saw the highlights, as it were. Virginia held on to win forty-six to forty-four. <laughs> that, mind you, not the first half score. That was the final after forty minutes of college basketball, forty-six to forty-four. Uh, get ready. And multiple times they've won games this year, scoring in the forties.
0: Yeah. See, we used to live through that when we were in the Big East, right? Louisville's in the Big East, and there were low scores, 52-50, mm-hmm. 56-52. Uh, but the difference was the Big East was so physical, you actually you watch somebody punch each other in the face as they went to the line. Uh, and, and it was like, okay, well, at least there's a you know, a fight going on uh, and the low scoring. At least there's some entertainment. But with this, eh. Let me ask you this question. Kentucky freedom fans, of Louisville fans, Indiana fans, whatever. Let's
3: say Chris Mack gets snapped up. Let's say John Calipari retires or goes to the NBA. Yeah. Would you, knowing that, in five years' time, you're going to get beat by a one seed, uh, as a one seed by a 16, you're going to make a Final Four, you're going to win a national championship, you're going to have the highs and lows for five years because you are hiring Tony Bennett. Yeah. You're going to get a title. Yeah. But you're going to have to watch 125 games of that crap. Um.
0: You consistently in the top ten.
3: Consistently in the top ten. You have yeah. an embarrassing loss as a one seed. You win a national title, but you have thirty games where you don't score out of the forties. You have five total games where you score in the seventies, and all of college basketball hates the way you play.
0: Do you think people care that the coach is a good guy anymore?
3: Not really. I mean, we don't he, care if our presidents are good guys he's anymore. He's like a we boy scout. It, it's a bonus.
0: He's like a Boy Scout, though. He's not just a good guy. He gives bonuses back to the school, to the library. He has great stuff. hair. Right. Really good looking. It's
3: kind of sickening, really.
0: kind of is. Won a
3: national title.
0: Yeah, after getting beat by a 16, being the first team to lose like that.
3: So if you're whatever, whoever your favorite basketball team is, if your coach were to leave tomorrow, would you want Tony Bennett as your coach? It right. seems like an easy question. Right. Well, you're going to win a national title in five years? Absolutely. Yeah, you got to watch that, though. And that 46 to 44 game is not going to be the only one.
0: In a given month, five seven one seventy nine hundred. Do you want Tony Bennett as your coach? Now just a, a hypo. It's oh a hypo. Yeah, yeah, it's a hypo. Come on, hypoallergenic Brian, question. Brian Posehn will be with us later. <laughs> rock show, rock show, rock show. He's much more than that, and we're gonna dive into that a little bit later.
3: So. Brian Posehn, the rock show. That's from Big Bang Theory. If you look him, look at his IMDb and all of his things. I mean, he's in. Fifty things a year. Does voice work here? A bit part there in a movie here. He's on Seinfeld there. He's Heavy on Metal, metal Band as Raymond. Most recently, we've seen him on Big Bang Theory as Bert the geologist. Yes,
0: Elliot. This um, guy. I
3: mean, you could be his younger brother, Elliot.
0: Yes, I think I could. Is he? It, do you get? Do you get man crushes? I get man crushes, sure. Okay, is he? He's he, not one of them. He's not. He looks like I mean, him, dude. Only you. <laughs> You're a, have be- a man crush on you. You're a better no. looking version of Brian Posehn. I think so.
2: Right? Yeah. Sure. I'm a, a little bit slimmer, uh, a little bit shorter, I'm a little not more much. coherent. Right? Yeah, I think he's yeah. six seven. Yeah. Yeah. Way better voice, of course. Oh, dude. Yeah. Huh? Oh man. No, but Listen I like that. I like that he's into the rock. I like that he's <laughs> <Right>. into metal. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, he's right. my kind of dude. Right. And plays a geologist. Yeah. All right, so did we
0: have our big night at your place, the 21st Century, uh, what's the name of the bar? Uh,
2: 21st Amendment Tavern. 21st Amendment, yes. Okay, so did we have... My wife and
3: I dropped by there during the
2: daytime. I did. There was nobody there. Did you have your big $5
0: four-band night?
2: Uh, I played at Zanzibar last night. Oh, Zanzibar. That's that was right. last night. We did. It was okay. great.
0: It was, oh, great. Okay, so four bands, a couple from Kansas City, right? That's right. All yeah. right, and $5 at the door like yep. it's
2: 1991.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did a lot of partying. All right. Had a, had a hangover uh, breakfast burrito this that morning. That is awesome.
3: What do yeah. they say in
0: Blazing Saddles about Kansas City people? I forget, uh, uh Stop that. I oh, can't say stop that. Stop that. All right, so what where did you, you do for the breakfast burrito? What was that?
2: Oh, uh, I went down to Banditos on University oh, right on that campus no. there. So it's like Southern California where I'm from. Right. Mexican food, so they put French fries in the burritos. Oh, yeah. stop yeah, it! That's the way to go.
3: What's the best Mexican food in Louisville? Since you're something Ooh, of a
2: connoisseur, kind of I would say Super Mercado Juana on on um, Preston Highway. Say yeah. what? It's the Mexi- It's the restaurant in the Mexican grocery store. That's oh, impressive. that's... Ex- mm. Super
3: Americana
0: Huaca Huaca I'm going to need you to text
2: me no, that. Dude. No gringos anywhere. Right, text me that name. Uh, that's always a good sign. That is the that is the sign. So yeah. besides <laughs> the
0: french fries, what was in your hangover burrito?
2: Uh, What did I have? I had chicken. There's some rice in there. A little yeah. bit of egg and bacon. Hot sauce. They can put uh, tater tots in there. Oh. Yeah, that's the way to do, do it. And you do the hot sauce because the hangover, right? Yo, well, they have a salsa bar, so you get like uh, six different types of salsa. Oh man! So glad you are. I love salsa go. options. You're mm-hmm. learning, man. Thank you, Elliot. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: when's the next big Elliot concert?
2: Oh, I think we're playing. Uh, we're playing Big Blue Country uh, here on 311.
0: Oh, is yeah. the band 311 going to play with
2: you? Man, I'd wish that'd be great. They that would, could, that would really could, help oh. boost sales. They could open for you guys. All right,
0: mm-hmm. quick 311 story. Oh, no. oh, yeah. So uh, we had a big – we had about six or seven bands that were playing New Albany, that amphitheater thing on the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were one of the early bands, actually. They were like noon or one or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're all hungover for the night before, but we're still drinking. It's, you know, noon. So I'm bringing on 311, and they're the coolest dudes in the world. Like, they, they were, were chill. They just had a hit. Their, their hit song had just come out. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of getting some momentum. And uh, I bring them on, and it's, it's loud. And the sheriff comes down and stands on the concrete stage, and he's kind of a chunky dude, and he's and he grabs his belt and he's standing, he's staring at the guitar player, and he steps one step closer, and we're kind of now noticing, we're like, what's he doing? And he goes, starts pointing at his ear, then he says, cut it, turn it off, cut it off. So
2: the In there, yeah. guitar,
0: right? So the guitar player, I'm like, oh, this is getting interesting. So the guitar player kind of leans forward, and it's playing louder. Oh, so then as the, you have to. Right, that's right. So the sheriff is like, cut it off. The man ain't shutting me down. Cut it off. So he starts to climb, true story, starts to climb onto the stage where the monitor is. He's mm. coming right at the guitar player. Guitar player gives him the hockey hit, hockey hip. Wow. Boom! Whoa. Fat sheriff guy goes down on his face. Boom, on the concrete, because that's all concrete. There's no wood over there. So it's all concrete. He goes down, flustered, face red. Other sheriffs see him and are like, we need to control this right now. We want him to turn it down, but this is not the way you want to do it. Go to the
3: sound guy and say, hey, any, any chance?
0: So at that point, the whole crowd is like going nuts. Because they're like, yeah, you know, Attica, it's anti-establishment. So it's like everyone's going, you know, whatever, Attica's my age. So it's like everyone's going crazy, in the, and they're going, and the song's supposed to be over, and they're still going, they're just jamming, jamming. And, the, of course, the sound guy is turning it up. He's not turning it down. As he should. What a right. good sound guy. That's go. what I do, too. Right, I you never, turn it up.
2: You get the phantom turned down, but you don't turn anything down. Oh,
0: it's the worst mistake you can ha- can make, if you go over to the sound guy and go, man, it's really loud. Don't ever do that.
2: Especially after 900 Bud Lights. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's usually what I get. Hey, man. Years ago when hey, I... Hey, man. Oh, he's got to do present. Go ahead. Oh. Hey, man. Can't hear vocals. <laughs> got to turn them up. Or, hey, man. It's too loud, man. It's hurting, man. <laughs> I had a drunk lady come up in the sound booth, started pushing up faders and stuff. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Don't a, touch my stuff. i and I said, I'm just gonna watch you do this. I wanna see I just wanna see you drunkenly run sound right now. Oh. I have it for a little bit, and I'm like, All right, now All right. it's time to go. You're done. And yeah. then I hockey hipped her out. Oh
0: god, it. yes, man. That was still the greatest. And they were they were the coolest band. Years ago we
3: saw Johnny Rivers at the New Albany Amphitheater. Yeah. No no sound complaints whatsoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not a one.
0: All right, Monday marathon, Dave and Buster's, March sixteenth. Brought to you by Troutman Dry Goods and Carriage Ford. When the adult bracket, sponsored by KCC Heating and Cooling, and the grand prize is sponsored or, or provided by Steepleton. We have a gorilla goal for you, twenty five hundred dollars. I think is what it's worth, two thousand mm. uh, dollars. And then we have a kids bracket. Uh, that is going to be a Nintendo Switch, I believe. So uh, oh, 12 hours of, of time to fill out your bracket with us and a chance to win all this stuff. You can drink beer, have some wings, bring the kids after school. That was when you can fill out the kids' bracket. But we'll be there all day long in the Mall St. Matthews. Perfect Monday to spend with us. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we have a caller. Let me pull up my... Daryl. Daryl. Hey, uh, Daryl,
4: what's up, bud? Hey, Daryl.
1: Hey, hey guys you know I just heard the, the word from you all about how uh, Williams probably won't play against Virginia mm-hmm. uh, is there any any expectation that he'll be ready for the ACC tournament or do they just not know?
0: Um, here's the deal so they won't play in the in the ACC tournament until a week from today. So I don't care. I I know it's big to win an ACC regular season title. I get that. But I'd rather have wins in the NCAA tournament. So if Williams doesn't come back until the NCAA tournament, not the ACC, I don't care. But he's still got another whole week to get the swelling down because I understand that's the issue is it's swelling. This really could be, guys, this could be anybody except for Wara and Williams, and this would not be much of a hiccup. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Well, okay, guys. Thanks, Daryl. Right.
3: We're going to have the folks on from Pro Rehab. We'll ask him about that. And this is one of those things. If he runs the risk of making this worse by playing, I don't want to see him till the NCAA tournament. If it has to be right. in the round of 32, whatever it takes to have a healthy Malik Williams. I mean, have him on standby. Have him at the ready if things are going south and you think he can go. But if you can get by without him until he's 100%, I still I go back to the boot and the tears. Yes. And then the no big deal thing after. It's like I've seen guys roll ankles where there's no boot and there's no tears. Well, I I
0: was a little worried when I saw that. Uh, yeah, when we talked to Pro Rehab, we're going to do that in the next couple of minutes here. Um, when we, we talked to him, I'm going to ask about that. Because when I heard the swelling on Saturday, I went, whoa, 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 whoa. It's still swole? It can't be and, swole. No swole? No swole, dog. If it's swole, that means they're nowhere near getting him back and on it, the
3: floor. Boy, it shouldn't be after a week and a half.
0: No. No, there's something else there. They've done a good job of kind of hiding that. I'd get, I'm would almost ready to say he's not going to play Saturday, and I don't want him to, to Terrible. your point. Uh, here's Mike Krzyzewski, by the
1: way. Oh, boy. I never saw LeBron play in high school, but Kobe was the best high school player I ever saw. He had a maturity, a competitive arrogance to go along with his talent that was way, way off the charts, even as a high school player. When he walked into a gym, even for a summer league game, the gym looked around and said, "Oh, Kobe's here."
0: Mm-hmm. As much he just had it. As much as people don't like Mike Juszczyk, I, I I have no problem with him. Man. He's, he can be abrasive and weird, and he got all the calls for uh, 20 straight years. Uh, but he's also had a lot of downs too. Out in the first and second round, some weird weird losses. Uh, yes, they had the the cleanest. A route to the NCAA Final Four forever. Oh, you, you don't have to leave the state until the Elite Eight? or Really? Really? Um, so, or, the, or actually, the Final Four. There was plenty of times that he didn't have to leave the state until the Final Four. Wow. Okay. Um, but he is one of the, well, he's the biggest star in college basketball. There's no, Calipari would be second. Self would be third. I mean, Roy Williams is in there Roy somewhere. Roy Williams has fallen off, though, don't you think? Who are the
3: next stars to
0: take over for these guys? That's what I'm saying. There is not this. I mean, Chris Mack is in the next group of, right? Yes. No, no, no. Tony Bennett's next group of. Sure, but that is not star
3: power. Remember back in the day, it was almost all about the coaches. Remember the old Big East days when you had John Thompson and Raleigh Massimino? Jim Boeheim was still there. Yes. Who's the St. John's dude? Oh, the Raleigh Massimino. No, Ros- oh, he was, was Villanova. He was
0: Villanova. Who was that guy? Oh, Karnaseka. Carnaseca with the sweaters. Yes. These were personalities. They were huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. And now you're looking at this era to where one by one, once Bayheim goes, once Krzyzewski goes, I mean, these guys have been coaching for 40 years. Here's our era.
3: Dayton might be a one seed. Yeah, San Diego State That's might exactly be a right. one seed. Name their coaches.
0: That's where you are. hmm That's where you are. Um, and when you're in a league like the NCAA, which the coaches are the stars, it's not the players, especially yep. now, but that's the next level. Yeah. Now look, if you weren't, if you weren't taking every player out after a so- freshman, sophomore year, if Zion was playing in this league right now, come on, dude. Oh geez. I mean, look at it. I mean, if all those Kentucky guys have stayed around, I mean, come on, they're, they're huge, huge stars everywhere, but that's not the case. Now, now it has to be the coaches. And when Mike Krzyzewski decides, and how old is he? Somewhere between 60 and 91. That, that's exactly right. He coached against Denny in 86. Yes, after Bubis. Yes. Bubis was at Duke. He was post-Bubis. And du- and Bubis won a national title at Duke, correct? I think so. Okay. But Denny did a job on Bubis. But we're not talking about national championships. We're talking about star power for the league. Love him or hate him, Coach K... Puts a spotlight on the league, mm-hmm. and when you see a game coached by you know it's Duke versus whoever, I mean it is a game to watch. If especially if it's a Duke versus Cal, Duke versus Mac, Duke, Duke versus uh, whatever, I mean it's star power. Once those once and Coach K, which could be any time now, once they go, it's just basketball. It's just Cal. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, I know. And now and look. Mac is doing a hell of a job, right? He's doing a great job of, of putting his mark on basketball.
3: Well, he's also a guy that's not going to market his personality. He's not going to try to become bigger than the game. He's just coaching the guys,
0: right? He's excellent at it, but yeah. he's just not a he's not that animal. And everybody thought the Kirby Smart guy, it's not Kirby Smart, no Kirby Smart, Shaka uh, Khan, Shaka Khan at Texas was going to be that guy, and <laughs> not exactly. Right? Yep. So it's interesting to see where this whole league is going to go once you've got stars like Mike Krzyzewski are gone. We're going to try to get some advice on what is going to happen with Malik Williams. They've done a great job on sort of keeping that on the DL. Usually what
3: happens at Louisville, probably more of a Rick thing, somebody would get hurt, you'd hear four to five weeks, and he's playing two games later. That's yes. the way it used to work. Yes. Now we're hearing no big deal. And it's been a while. It's it's the other other way.
0: I kind of like the other one. (laughs) Rick, don't count on him. He's done for his career. What? Never played He's done for a while. I said done for a while. No, Coach, you said done for a career. Well, it's that bad. Two days later. There he is. Starting lineup. No sign of a limp. Rick did it again. 20 points, 10 boards. Rick did it again. When I used to go to the press conferences, because I stopped going because you couldn't ask a good question. If you no. if you asked a good question, Rick would belittle you, and and the, the, the tension in the room was so thick because Coach would he just he it wasn't like if he yelled at you that one thing everybody can be yelled at. Sure, you go okay, you quit yelling. But the ones where he he sets your sights on you, and he starts to slash at you, and and talk you know, and basically he's just. You know nothing about basketball, kind of thing, right? And you're just like, and and that's a tactic by great speakers, right? I'm going to. I saw Nick Saban do it in front of crowd. The first person to asked a question, he slashed apart because he wanted to leave at some point. He wanted to make sure there weren't going to be a lot of questions, mm-hmm. so he tore apart the first guy. Can we have one of our meetings? Right, Nick. Please, can Nick <laughs> Saban run our next meeting so it's a little shorter? Please, go ahead, Tony. Ask a question. Tony Cruz, stop asking questions. <laughs> Uh, but he, Rick used to do that. And then I at one time I just went, okay, well, first it was, they were always right before the show started. So right. I was like, I can't go anywhere now.
3: Well, but, then, then the other thing is if coach says something mildly funny, the race to be the first to laugh and laugh the loudest.
0: Yes. Oh, I know. You I think know. coach tell me laughter? Well, no, you, you know think? why? You know why? Because they do make it feel uncomfortable so oh. much that you're just kind of like, I want to ask a good question. I want to ask a a question. But in reality, they're all the dumbest questions in the world. And it can't be too hard. He's not going to answer it. And they're going to get mad at me. Coach, so-and-so is averaging three less rebounds in the last two weeks than he did the week, the weeks before. What are you working on in practice to improve that?
3: Hashtag please don't have me
0: killed. Go. What, you, what do you mean? What am I doing? What? He's doing what? He's averaging three less rebounds in the last two weeks. Did we win those games? Keith, oh did yeah. we win those games? What are you doing in practice to help uh, improve the rebounding numbers? Okay. No, we're running practice. That's what we're doing. You want to talk about rebounding drills? Is that what you're asking? I don't mind them sometimes when they get crappy. Yes.
3: It's like, okay, dude. I don't like it when the coaches get crappy with these sideline reporters on the way out, though. No. It can be inane. It can be annoying. But eh, give them a little respect. Game time, man. I don't
0: know. Your hair's up on that. All right, man. Back after this. 7 30. All right. We are here. The Afternoon Underdogs. Tony and Dave yeah, on from McMelty. McMelty. McMelty says you guys obviously haven't been to Pina Fiesta. Oh. Elliot, do you have an answer for
2: I me? do not know of this. I don't either. Always down to try a new place. Pina Fiesta.
3: Been to Fiesta time. That's very good. Okay.
0: Oh, that Siri picked up the last part. Ah, Don't stop talking. There's a new one, Limon
3: and Soul, that's very good. It's over there by Costco. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Have some different things on the menu
3: you don't usually see.
0: Um, yeah, I like the authentic stuff. I like some stuff with heat. Mm-hmm. Anything that's got heat on it, I'm in. I'm in. I love Mexican,
3: dude. As long as you brought up food, yeah. KFC is out with something new. Mm-hmm. It is called the Kentaco. So the shell.
0: It's on Dixie, by the way. Peanut. Oh, gotcha. Yes, it's on Dixie.
3: The new Ken Taco has a fried chicken shell. So it is thin fried chicken in the shape of the shell. Oh. Filled with lettuce, tomatoes, and a mix of four different cheeses. Mm. The Kentaco. Ken Taco. But if you want to get it, you've got to go to Singapore.
0: Oh, damn it. Sorry about that. Why'd you do that, dude? That sounds awesome, by the way. It does. You kidding me?
3: Just delicious ingredients. No donut anywhere.
0: As we as we talked about yesterday, here's some more sound about possibility that uh, Tom Brady's people are causing all this. Every day there's a new story. Yes.
1: I don't know that the, the market is all that hot. You need a lot of conditions in place to really want to go after him. You need to be willing to blow up the offense. You need to be willing to put yourself on a two-year timetable. You need to be willing to see in the near future where a rebuild is going to be coming.
0: Uh, so today's
3: story and all the headlines was, boy, Brady and Belichick finally talked and the call didn't go well. Yeah. That's the story. Yeah.
0: Uh Jody, we're hearing that uh, the Tom Brady noise on all these teams is all coming from Tom Brady's people. Oh,
4: I can not only imagine. Yeah, and it's
0: not coming from these teams, right? I'm so
4: tired. Tom Brady and Spike Lee, the two stories that will not go away. Um, the Spike Lee, does he just? Is he? He, he likes that. I, mean, I know, oh, but of course, he in does. the
0: interview, he's like kind of crazy and yeah. screaming, uh-huh. and it's like, what
4: happened to you, dude? But, th- but those are the two stories that will not go away, and they're not going to go away, and they're being created by their own people. Yes. Why can't people
0: see that? See that, yes. Yes, 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 yes,
4: Well, there's so, plenty I mean, so, of
3: things so, happening in sports, right? You've got the college basketball tournament coming yeah. up. You've got a record season from the Bucks. There's a few things happening, but apparently Spike and Tom are more I will, interesting.
4: I will say this about Tom Brady. I won't be – it appears he doesn't want to play in New England, so I'm not going to be shocked when he goes somewhere else. Right. But the fact that they are like, oh, he might go to Tennessee or do this. He's not going to somewhere like he's going to go somewhere where he can win it, where he can win it. Isn't, and the crazy thing is, imagine the lineup of wide receivers that are going to go, I'm I'm going to wait. And I'm just going to wait yeah. to their age. And they're saying, no, just wait, just wait. Isn't just part wait. of this
3: spin. So after the divorce, it looks like Tom had no chance. Yeah. So Tom comes out looking like the good guy and all of this. Mm-hmm. And fans would say, you know what? You really had very little, very little, uh, Opportunity to stay, Tom. They made it impossible for yep. you. They disrespected you. And it's that Belichick guy. He couldn't make you happy for two more years. Damn it, Bill. No doubt. That's exactly what it is.
0: Um, <clears throat> I hope he goes. I hope the 49ers thing is true.
4: I Either the 49ers or Vegas. Can you imagine? I can't wait. A new, the, with, the, with a new stadium... No, with with Gruden, he couldn't do that. Right. I don't I don't
3: think with Chucky. I don't think no. no. Mr. Prince Charming goes to
4: the dark side. I think it would be great. (laughs) No, it'd be great. But there's no way. It's too good to be true.
3: Gruden and Tom Brady and the Colts aren't sexy enough. No, he's got a connection to the Titans. Again, not sexy enough. San Diego, not ready to compete just yet, even with Brady. All right.
4: Are you going to tell the truth or are you going to lie?
3: But before we get to, before
4: we
0: get to
3: college, where do you, you want to see Teddy wind up?
4: Where do I want to see Teddy wind up? You know that I, that's a great point, and I think I was watching one of the ESPN. I can't remember yesterday one of the Did you hear the Tampa shows, Bay, and I've heard Tampa Bay. Yes. and I'm like, that's not a bad that's deal. Not bad. Up the road, I in just wonder who is he? Is Teddy second in the dominoes? I mean, really think back. Think about all the quarterbacks that are that are going to be moving once Brady is done. Is Ted? Right. Is Teddy next? I guess Garoppolo, if. Teddy, you why? Know, if,
0: why isn't all this stuff getting done before the draft?
4: Well, it will, won't it? Well, will it? Yeah, yeah the next, draft next is couple April, weeks. The draft is April twenty third. They want to get the CBA ironed out too to it see it what the rules get, are going to be. Can't get here close enough. Yeah, I mean, we still have a long time before the draft. There's no movement. I and mean, by this. by the way, speaking of the draft, Mackay Becton, I've heard uh, now potentially as as high top five? as top five.
0: Oh my mm. gosh! Yes, good for him. Yes.
3: Payday. But I saw different pieces. I saw who's the best fit for New England? Who's the best fit for Indy? For both of them, it was Teddy Bridgewater.
4: Yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna... Teddy No, you Teddy no, is Belichick. not going to Belichick. No, right. please
0: no. All right, we're going to find out Jody lies to us all the time. He knows the truth, and he keeps the secrets down at Floyd Street. And he look, and I could tell his lie face, too. Oh yeah, you can. I walk away and I will go, that was <laughs> And I'll go. I know I know what it is now because that was his lie face. <laughs> so
4: so what's what's the deal with Malik's ankle? Well, I mean, I don't think there's any. It's still swole. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still dealing day to day, and I don't think there's anything different. You know, I know people freak out about the boot. Everybody's wearing a boot and the tears. Well, guess what, Steve Stephen Enoch Saturday or Sunday night left the arena in a boot. Guess yeah. what? He played thirty eight minutes and he was yeah. fine. That was a that, Thomas that, Crown Affair misdirection boot. But yeah. uh, everybody had a boot on with Malik. I, I just think they'll take it. Very slow. I mean, I think it's... No, no, uh, no. We're it, good we with that. We want him to, yeah. We're good with that. I don't care if he plays I Saturday. I don't think he... I mean, they're saying day-to-day day still right now for Saturday. I'd be surprised if he played. And I said that last Sunday just because you really want him for the weeks after this week, not as much for this Is week. Is it still swole? No, I mean, yeah, I th- I mean any kind of ankle. I mean, no. a few days after
0: Right. I mean, it's two days. It was last Saturday. Or, it was a week and a, a week half g- ago. No, it was
4: last Monday. Okay, Monday. So it was, a, it was a week and 3 days ago. Week and 3 days ago. A yeah, I mean, I think he's I mean, I think it's still I, I think it's still bothering him uh and he hasn't practiced, but I don't think it's anything worse See. than what they, you know, I mean, they've done the x-rays. Okay, hasn't done practiced.
3: He's not playing then.
4: No, that's well, not I don't true. Know, but I don't know. I don't know today. that's true. And
0: I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, yeah. know, if I don't not. know if that's true. I don't care. Hold him. Yeah. I want it 100%. I don't want him to re aggravate anything and then that jeopardizes the NCAA. Because yeah. I got to tell you, after watching 40 in a row of tournaments and, and U of L, I don't care about the conference tournament.
4: Well, and. Honestly, he is the biggest piece of yes. this team right now. But what besides Warrod, this is the most important piece right, right now.
3: Give right. me Jody Demling's top five most important indispensable players heading into the tournament. Oh,
0: you're going to hurt his like brain. Like we
3: can't, we can't lose him, then we couldn't lose him. him. You mean as far as Louisville's concerned? As far as Louisville's concerned. Where does Williams fit on the we really can't lose him?
4: Oh, I think he's won right One? now. One? I, I think I, I do because he's the vocal guy. I went back and watched the Virginia Tech game on, on tape. And the three of the four three-pointers that they hit in the first half, if Malik Williams is in the game, they don't, they don't know, They don't hit him. Oh, they don't hit him. Because of his communication of oh, okay. David Johnson going, no, don't, you know, come under, come under, go over, or whatever. And Stephen Enoch instead runs into him. And he doesn't okay. mean to. No. He's just not as cerebral on defense. You know what he like reminds Malik me is. of in a different sports? Reggie Bonifant. Reggie yeah, Bonifant was brilliant
0: it. off the field and mm. on the field. He just couldn't see it. Yeah. He just couldn't see the defense. And you know, Stephen Enoch is brilliant off the court, but if you it on the floor, he seems lost sometimes or in the wrong spot. It, not like, lost. It's almost that's like unfair. a slow step. It's, yeah. like, it's
4: almost like he's a step yes, slow. Yes, that's exactly right. And, and Malik is not, and that makes a big difference. Right. It, it really does. Like I don't think Malik Williams. If you're, if I'm saying best players on the team. I'm not putting him one. I'm not putting him two. I don't know that I'm putting him three. I'm probably him, but maybe three or four. Sure. But most important, I'm putting him one because of of what he can do. And And then who's next, DJ or Jordan? I think Jordan's next and then DJ. Because DJ's still a freshman. He makes some mistakes. Okay, we're bringing
0: in Hannah from our promotions department. Hannah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I was pointing out uh, Jody's top tonight. What, uh, is that a? Is that more of a manly top? You think? Show him the hood. Turn around. It's so a, there's a little so tiny it's like hoodie a there. T-shirt
3: hoodie. Yeah, it's a, it's, I
0: think he accidentally clicked on the the, the girl Cubs gear or Says boys. This is guy with Lulu I was just Lennon, say
3: men's I was pants to say, Probably
1: the, the man that wears <laughs> the tightest clothing in the building exactly. is criticizing you for your fashion. I
0: know. Answer the question. This I don't is the think baseball. Curly, no, this
4: is what baseball guys
0: here's wear. Here's my
1: justification for it: mm-hmm. is that women's clothing is fitted, kind of like the top you're wearing today. <laughs> where if Jody stands up, his shirt is loose. It doesn't not exactly. cusp to his see you know waist or anything like that. So I would now think if that's Tony fun. stands up. Now his shirt's tighter than mine is today.
4: Yes, it totally is.
1: I have to tuck mine in. because It's so baggy.
4: And actually, that's not a very tight shirt for Tony. It's compared. not. It's not. Compared. You can uh, uh, really see his look, nipples. Look,
0: you, you, sh- my nipples. Thank you for talking about my and <laughs> talking about my nipples. They're on the always show. out to play. I know they really are. They really are. Didn't, doesn't matter what temperature it is. Now, um, you shop in the ten-year-old boy category in, uh, in uh, Well, in yeah, because the
1: kids' clothes is cheaper, and while I can still fit I might <laughs> as well. I mean, all still right, buy right. kids' shoes.
0: Sit tight, Hannah, and we'll talk to you in a second. This, this by the See? way, is
3: kind of warm-weather Belichick is what this it is. It is, actually. Yeah.
4: Alright, I was wrong. You were wrong. It's I know a manly top. Watch any baseball game this year. I know you don't watch baseball. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Unless I go to the Bats game. You know.
0: By the way, Greg said he was going to bring in the beer for the first game uh,
4: probably yes. next week or whatever it is. Does so. anybody get any besides Dave? Dave, yeah, he's no. going to bring beer in for people. He, no. You're going to share? <laughs> no, he's oh. not. No, he's not. He's not going to share. Thank you, Judy. We're going to go to break.
0: Eric, hang on, buddy. We're going to get you on the other side of the break. We're going to talk to Pro Rehab, and we'll talk about this by, ankle.
4: By the way, real quick. Yeah. The uh, Louisville women will play at two tomorrow. Okay, Syracuse is up by ten or nine. That's who they'll probably play. There hasn't been a team in the tournament yet in five games. The favorite has not won yet in the women's all the underdogs. All the underdogs. And
0: last time they played Syracuse, it did not go well. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, and we'll follow them after that game. All right. Hang on, Eric. We're coming up next on seven ninety. Charity. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case for loving you. That's right. Before oh, yeah.
3: before he was simply irresistible, he was seeking a medical opinion. That is Robert
0: Palmer. <laughs> For a while there in the '80s, Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Eric. Oh, I gotta punch him in. Eric, how, how old are you, dude? How old am I? Yeah. Thirty-nine. Okay. Do you remember that band at all? In the in the backup band in the black dresses and the white makeup.
1: I remember them, but not. I mean, vaguely. So I mean, you know.
0: So the Halloween for about 10 years straight, uh, if there were a group of women going out together, they would all dress up as the backup band of Robert Palmer. They were all in black dresses <laughs> and the makeup with the lipstick. It was great. It was great. I didn't know six girls to do that with. Oh, I'm sorry,
4: Dave. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, well, yeah. Well, uh, Eric, maybe you should have worn a lighter shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have, number would have gone to zero. <laughs> oh. I am not. Yeah, I'm not bashful. Um, so, that's, hey,
1: if you got it, want it, man. That, that's exactly don't, right, E. Don't, thank you,
0: E. Don't, thank you. Don't feed him. Hey,
1: as a fellow rock, you know, I mean, I know that, you know.
0: Oh, here we go. You got to support those guys. Here we go. I love it, Eric. What year, what year, Trinity? What year?
1: 99.
0: 99. All right. 87, so I'm old. What was your favorite 90s TV
3: show?
1: Oh, oh good question. Um,. He wouldn't have a spot on that. One. Well, no. I mean,
3: that was Seinfeld and ER and Frasier, and those are some big. He wouldn't 90s. be a Frasier.
0: He wouldn't be a Frasier guy. Probably not. Like um, no, we watched Frasier. I a bit. bet you were friends. I bet you were friends.
1: We watched
0: Friends. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. watched a lot of Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so. All right. All know. right. Here's the deal. So we just talked about uh, t- to Jody about the ankle, and it's the most talked about ankle all year long. And what we heard on Saturday, and what got my attention was. It's still swollen, and I was like, "Ooh, that's not good." Is, is am I overreacting there, Eric? If it's still got fluid,
1: I don't think we're overreacting. I think it's a, it's. I'm not surprised that he's still dealing with some swelling. I don't think when you run off the floor like he did, don't play the rest of the game. You know, the, I think that they just aren't sharing a lot of information about it. I suspect it's probably a, a more significant sprain than their saying and I think that it's very common that there's still going to be swelling it's going to be common. he's still going to have some pain uh, and, and it's still pretty common that he's going to have some issues with you know some of the things they're putting him through like you know lateral movements uh, stability and that could be pain and that could be he just doesn't feel right on it yet you know ability to stop himself and go the other direction uh, jump and land those kind of things are still uh, probably painful And so there, there's no sense in even trying to get him. I I doubt he's scrimmaging. Um, You know, they're probably just, you know, working him through some drills, doing a lot of aggressive rehab every day. Uh, He's getting treatment and just trying to get him ready when they really need him, which is going to be, you know, tournament time.
3: Give us a realistic timetable. We don't know the exact type of sprain, how severe it is, but a mild sprain would keep an athlete down for how long? A severe sprain for how long? Give us some guidelines
1: you know like a grade one sprain which can be painful but you know you don't have a lot of damage to the actual ligament that's basically like your week-to-week sprain um you know it could take him out for a couple games you know he could play the next game uh with you know being taped up and, and aggressive treatment a grade two which i suspect he may be dealing with you're talking about that could be a few weeks you know to a month uh before he's you know, super effective. Now, that's why, you know, a lot of what they're doing now is based on the time of year. We wouldn't be as concerned necessarily if it was earlier in the season. And so right now, they're not going to take any risks because, you know, the more risk you take at this point, trying to get him back too fast, too soon will could put him out for more of the tournament when they really then they really need to so or you really want him to be excuse me so uh, and then if you have a grade three he would be he would be really limited and that's when you get a lot of instability a lot of swelling and a lot of and the pain actually isn't as bad one after the initial injury with those but the function of the ankle is impacted more so you're talking about if this is, and this is getting more confusing, but if this is a lateral ankle sprain, that's what I'm talking about now, then that would put him out a little further or, you know, four to six weeks even. Um, But these are, there's there's some variation based on how he's responding to early intervention. And that's what they're going to base everything off at this point. If it's a high ankle sprain, which I don't think that's what's going on, those are really hard to come back from uh, for athletes. And you're talking about, you know, four weeks at the minimum a lot of times if they're severe and it could be two months
0: or more. We're talking to Eric from Pro Rehab. Look, Pro Rehab changes people's lives. They they get people back, not just in action for sports, they get back in action for life because that is really the key, especially the older you get and the more you let an injury kind of uh, fester and stay and, and, it, and it, it doesn't get any better and you don't go to Pro Rehab. You stay on the couch, your life deteriorates. Uh, Eric, I want to ask you a question about ibuprofen. Like um, i I love ibuprofen. I don't use it every day, but if I'm sore, if I need to, if I right before I go to bed and that neck is just kind of bothering me, I'll take a couple ibuprofen and I'll sleep pretty good. I also know people that are workout freaks that say I don't take them. I won't ever take ibuprofen. And there's there's almost like a stigma to ibuprofen. I don't understand it because I love it. What is what's your opinion about? I'm not talking about high doses of ibuprofen, but in general, for when it comes to sore or uh, or injuries.
1: Well, I think that we, there's, everybody's always got an extreme. You know, I think there's overutilization of NSAID, so ibuprofen or Aleve, which is naproxen. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times what we do fi- see in a lot of the studies is that chronic NSAID users, their body really never heals necessarily. So when you take an NSAID, it, it kills good inflammatory cells too. So it doesn't differentiate between what is an inflammatory cell from the trauma versus what your body naturally produces to go heal something. That's why in a lot of chronic injuries, people like, say, a tennis elbow, for instance, when they they take it for a while, they feel better. As soon as they stop taking it and they go back to sport, then it starts hurting again. Well, nothing really ever healed at that point. So we got to get to the root one cause of why you're getting it in the first place and get to the... Um, allow the tissue to heal now, So you're saying wait
0: a minute so wait a on- minute wait a minute eric so you're telling me fight through the pain fight sucka. fight through it is that what you're saying D-
1: no, not necessarily well I'm, I'm telling you to get treatment in right some form if it's that if it's going on that long now if you go work out and you're sore or you wake up the next day and you're a little sore and you take some ibuprofen that's what it was built for acute inflammation okay acute irritation if you will so but if it's lingering and you're still taking it and it's not going away, then that's where you need to get some other treatment involved or or some other means of trying to allow your body to naturally heal it versus just attacking the inflammation through NSAIDs.
3: All right. After a five mile run, after a strenuous workout, some people say gotta have Gatorade. Some are like chocolate milk is the best thing for your body. What is the what is the best thing for your <laughs> yeah, body?
0: Yeah, Eric. Depending
3: on what you want to do, right?
1: Well, Gatorade, yeah, and it depends on well, there are two different things. One's trying to replenish your electrolytes. Uh, that you've, you know, through willing to keep you from being dehydrated, essentially. And the other one is the, the reason chocolate milk's good, it's a good balance between protein and carbohydrate. So you're uh, replenishing those nutrients versus the electrolytes in your body. Gatorade was built for athletes. So it's, and, it, and the reason it was, is so effective is it does have high fructose corn syrup in it. So that's instant energy. And then you also, have a means to get electrolytes through into our body, very effective. And the other thing is easy on the gut. So a lot of people try to mimic Gatorade where Gatorade has been so successful is when you're training really hard, it doesn't cause any gastrointestinal problems generally in people, mm. which is why they built it that way. So, so, but so very effective when you're training hard, people drink it casually. That's not good because it does have high fructose corn syrup and it's not necessarily good for you. It was really made for post athletics during, because you know, and during, um, you know, drinking water itself has no electrolytes in it. So dehydration is when you've lost your electrolytes. Water is just the means for it to get through your body. So that's where Gatorade became so effective is that when an athlete during a game, if they're starting to get dehydrated, which by then it's used a lot of times too late, but it's quick. It's quick acting uh, uh, so that they can usually recover quicker.
3: So I'm hearing creamy chocolate Gatorade is right. what
1: we need. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they probably make that now, actually.
0: <clears throat> uh, Eric from Pro <laughs> Rehab. Um, in my coaching <clears throat> uh, experience, the kids and, and I'm a little bit of the same way when they were really, it's really hot and they're sweating a lot and they're tired. They are so sick of Gatorade. They just want water. They'll push away a Gatorade and just say, give me water. I can't drink that stuff. I need water. Um, what is that? You think they're just try- are they? is it, is it just like they're tired of a Kool-Aid taste and they're just, their bodies is craving just water.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. It would be probably a, a question for some of our, you know, sports medicine, primary care docs. But they, you know, a lot of times what happens, I think, is just water is, there's you know, the sugar. You know, if you've ever had a Gatorade, you can tell a difference in just it versus plain water. Right. And consistency mm-hmm. and everything. And I think that's probably a lot of it. They're just trying to get down whatever they can. I mean, yeah. that's why ice cubes sometimes work, you know, even better yeah. than water. Uh, and because it's just slower into our system, but, you know, that's, that's probably more of it, but that would be something I would probably ask some of our sports medicine, you know, our docs in the sports medicine world. Well,
0: that reminds you, you got a lot of hats to wear over at Pro Rehab. Tell me everything you do over at Pro Rehab and how can they get a hold
1: of you guys over there? Yeah, uh, com. you know, we see just about any orthopedic sports medicine uh, issue. Uh, we have a performance enhancement wing where we work on people as far as, you know, returning back to golf. Uh, endurance we work a lot of endurance athletes uh you know balance fall prevention so if you've got somebody that in your family that you're concerned about with that feel free to give us a call and and we'll get them checked out
0: eric thanks for your time man and go cards
1: all right go cards talk to you guys later
0: see you man thanks eric great conversation right there man that's good stuff pro hit rehab is the best if you've got injuries don't sit on it literally Get to Pro Rehab and let's get it fixed up, man. All right, I'm Tony, he's Dave's, and, and this is the Afternoon Oaks on 790 KRD. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
2: Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>